Today's Issues continues on AFR. And indeed, welcome back to this Monday edition of Today's Issues. Fred Jackson sitting in for Tim and for Ed. But uh, joining me, as usual, is Steve Jordahl from American Family News. He is. Hi. And Dr. Ray Pritchard, uh, back with us from Kansas City. And uh, I'm Ray, I'm so impressed. You told us you didn't get in from Oregon until 1 o'clock this morning. And, uh, man, you just sound so chipper. <clears throat> well, I, in the break, I told my wife, I, I'm having a good time. I'm not really sure what I'm saying. but I'm <laughs> <laughs> We I'm do have podcasts. Go <laughs> yeah. back and check it out. That's right. I was just uh, reading somewhere. Today is Cyber Monday. Is it? What does yeah. that mean? Cyber Monday. Oh, yeah, is, for shopping. For shopping. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, I just got thinking. I, I, I don't think... Online shopping needs a special day anymore. Well, right. Uh, since uh, they had a special year last year, didn't they? Right. They had a special year last year. Now, I don't know what it's like at uh, your houses, guys, but uh, there has been a great movement in our household towards online shopping. And it started before COVID. It's right. just uh, the convenience of it, I guess, to a certain extent. And uh, But I don't think they need a special day anymore. I think people are, are really into it uh, a whole lot more yeah. today. FedEx and UPS and the mail service are, are they're, they're full up. <laughs> Amazon, you know, yeah. that uh, people are just into that. Those those were things, uh, Ray, we were talking about, or you mentioned a little bit earlier about your aging yourself. I remember the day. <laughs> I remember the day uh, when you went to town to do all your yep. shopping. Right. And uh, my Do you grand- remember the day when you rode a horse to town, the buggy, or no? No. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on, Steve. Okay, we're cutting off his microphone right now. Uh, no, I, I just remember those days. I was telling somebody the other day, I also remember the time uh, I lived on the east coast of Canada when we had a guy uh, who had a truck, and he would drive host to house with fish. He had fresh fish in the back. For real. He would roll up to your house, and you could go out to the truck, Kind of like the ice cream things that they, you know, ice cream vans that run around some neighborhoods these days. But he would come to our neighborhood with fresh fish. He'd just walk wow. down your steps to at your house, and you could look at all the fresh fish that he had to offer. That is the Pacific Northwest for you. Wow. No, this was the East Coast. Oh, okay. But but close to the ocean, though. Oh, close. But right, on, right on the ocean. So you talk about convenience. You didn't have to wait for Amazon to deliver. It came to your house. You just bought it right off the back of the truck, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he caught it, put it in the truck, and, and then hit the road and sold it. Yeah. No I, middleman, I guess. I mean, that's the way These you do fish it. fell off of a big truck, and I got them <laughs> in my truck now. <laughs> what, we used to have milk deliveries. I, I, can re- I, I remember that. Yeah. I, yeah, I remember the milkman coming right, by. Right to your house. You put the empty bottle out there, yeah. and that told the milkman... How many new bottles That's of right. milk that you used to have? Those were the days. Oh, those, yes. those were the days. Uh, those were, were great days. All right, Mr. Steve, hey. on with the news of the day. The news of the day. All right, well, let's start with the Waukesha attack, uh, the, dry, the black nationalist who was bailed out with a ridiculously low amount of bail so that he could ran, ran down and kill now eight people. That's what he's Waukesha. charged with. Yeah, that's what he's charged with. Yes, that, so that was just a week ago yesterday. It was mm-hmm. um, a couple of things about this. Um, first of all, CNN and some of the liberal media's are saying this is what they said on their on their tweet. 
Waukesha will hold a moment of silence today, marking one week since a car drove through a city Christmas parade, killing it was six at the time and injuring scores of others. Okay, a, a, a car. car. The a car. car. It's the car. Maybe it was one of those self-driving cars. Yeah. I don't know. It. <laughs> the car. The, the car. It, it, they make it sound like the car drove itself. They don't. Yes. yes. They don't have anything. But uh, we've heard uh, that it, uh, it was probably related to the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict, right? Uh, that this guy was angry because of the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict. And he's not alone. Uh, we're hearing that uh, Levi Strauss in San Francisco, they're based, uh, the jeans company, uh, they are concerned for their employees' mental health. So they're offering employees the opportunity to engage in a fireside chat and Q&A with a racial trauma specialist following the acquittal of Kyle Rittenhouse. Says, uh, says the company, right here I got, um, the pain and trauma of race, identity, and belief-based tragedies is a reality that many of us are struggling with on an ongoing basis. It can feel physically, mentally, and emotionally draining and on. What what exactly is a belief-based I, I underline that, too. I've never I, even heard that no. before. Uh, the pain of, and trauma of race, identity, and belief-based tragedies. Um, well, and this is the thing. Uh, need we remind people that Kyle Rittenhouse is white. The three people that he shot are white. Mm-hmm. But the left has managed to turn this into a race issue. There's also word uh, over the weekend, Arizona University students demand administration to withdraw Kyle Rittenhouse. He is uh, an online student. I believe he's taking yep. nursing. Yeah. Uh, is what. So they're demanding that uh, administration kick him out of university. He did nothing wrong. This, this whole trial was about the right of self-defense. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, and even beyond that, guys, he's an online student, right? Yes. He just, you know, he says he wants keyboard. to. He wants to eventually take some classes on campus. But listen to what they say. This is the the groups that are uh, they're all left leaning groups. The Arizona State University Students for Socialism, Students for Justice in Palestine, Multicultural Solidarity Coalition, and the Mecha de ASU are all calling on the state, the, the university to kick him out. This is their demands. One, withdraw Kyle Rittenhouse from ASU. Two, release a statement against white supremacy and racist murderer Kyle Rittenhouse. Reaffirm, reaffirm, reaffirm support for the Multicultural Center on Campus and uh, space, safe space from white supremacy. They say even with a not guilty verdict from a flawed, quote, justice system, Kyle Rittenhouse is still guilty to his victims and the families of those uh, uh, victims, join us to demand from ASU that these demands be met to protect students from a violent, bloodthirsty murderer. Whoa! This is what they were. This is why they want him kicked off the campus. Here's here's what's going on here, folks. Uh, this incident in Kenosha, Wisconsin, uh, occurred during a riot, an anti-police riot in that town. A police officer had wounded a black man. The police officer had been responding to a 911 call because the man in question, uh, according to the woman who made the call, was trying to take a child away from her. Mm-hmm. And when the police encountered him, he showed he had a knife in his hand. So he was shot. He did not he was not killed. 
So, as we saw uh, during 2020, many anti-police riots. So what these left-wingers are upset about is that Kyle Rittenhouse, the people that he shot in defending himself because they attacked him, even the prosecution witnesses confirmed that Kyle Rittenhouse was under attack when he shot these individuals, they are upset that Kyle Rittenhouse even showed up at this, and the reason, once again, he showed up at this at this riot was to protect property of his friends, uh, property that was being looted and being destroyed by these several nights of rioting. And once again, we need to add the Democrat governor there in Wisconsin refused help from then-President Trump, who wanted to send in the National Guard to kind of uh, uh, alleviate the tension in that city. The Democrat governor refused to do that. So this is what this is all about. Again, Kyle Rittenhouse did not do anything racist, but they have tried to, do, Ray, turn it into a racist issue. Look, there is not a shred, not a scintilla of evidence that Kyle Rittenhouse is a white supremacist. And, and, and you know, in the trial, none, the prosecution did all they could do to smear him, but they didn't bring anything in to prove he was a white supremacist because there is no evidence to that fact. You can argue about what you want to do, about his actions, whether he should have been there. That's a legitimate argument. But for anybody to call him a white supremacist is simply to fly in the face of reality. He was there to protect friends and family and property and had nothing to do with racial animosity. I'm waiting to see what the Arizona State University actually does about this. So far, they've uh, de- uh, denied the petition to kick him off. They're and so, and so they should. Yeah. And so they should. All right, next story. I'm just reading this online. Uh, this is from The Telegraph. This is the, the British newspaper. And uh, this is what they're saying. With Kamala Harris looking unelectable, her approval ratings in the 20s, you know, the Democrats are considering a nuclear option. Democrats desperately scrambling to find a potential successor to Joe Biden in 2024 are whispering about a potential nuclear option that could see Kamala Harris, the current vice president, nominated to the Supreme Court. That would get her out of office. Then they can pick. Now, this is this was uh, forwarded by somebody. I have to remember who it is. But somebody said, watch, this is going to happen. They're going to get rid of Kamala. Joe's going to start saying, uh, I, I don't have the brain power to continue this. This is after the midterms. Yes, after the midterms. Then he's going to resign. And But before they do that, when Kamala leaves, they're going to not name um, Hillary Clinton vice president. And then Joe Biden steps down, and we have President Hillary Clinton. And then um, oh, for, oh, for uh, Abe, uh, for she who shall never be president, is going to have to re- re- retool that. Um, it. it <laughs> It's almost unbelievable what they're doing. But I, I, the the Democrats are desperate, and I mean, if if this if there's an ounce of truth in any of this, to say that Hillary Clinton to the rescue, you know, the uh, the person with the white hat on the white horse that comes to the rescue <clears throat> of the Democratic Party, and you're saying Hillary Clinton is that person, uh, that that is a measure ray of desperation. That actually is a surprising end, Steve, to what you said. I, I thought you were going to name some mildly popular Democrat politician. I really don't know who would fall into that category. But 
is Hillary's the best they can do? Well, no, okay. you let me be clear. Go ahead. The, the Telegraph does not mention Hillary, but this other guy that I'm going to try to find his uh, his stuff. Right. Uh, he he's the one that says it's going to be Hillary. In what world? In what <laughs> world could Democrat strategists think that it's a good idea to put Hillary Clinton up again? Ah, uh, well, but they don't have to put her up. You remember her, um, Ford? Gerald Ford was never elected. To the presidency or to any office, he 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 was elected as a. At least he was in the House. Oh, okay. But he I never, misunderstood. You're, okay, you're saying you're saying this would all happen before 2024. Yes, that Kamala is elevated the Supreme. Therefore, opening up Biden name right opening Biden up names a, yeah Hillary as VP and then so he she quits. Is, quote, okay, he quits, but then presumably she would run. Well, in, in 2024. 2024, unless her she continues to have. Popularity numbers in the twenties. I think they'd probably find somebody else. But no, I, I repeat, if that what? scenario was that <laughs> to ever happen, that is a measure of the desperation yeah. of the of the Democratic Party and where it is because their their numbers are at historic lows right now. Oh man! If they think Hillary Clinton would improve their numbers, <laughs> they they are right. among all people most deceived. <laughs> That's right, they are. That's right. Yeah. Yikes! All right. Go ahead. All right um, so. We have, uh, by the way, Jack Dorsey is retiring from Twitter. He's the CEO. He's leaving the company because he says he wants to uh, make sure that the company isn't hobbled by having its founder hang on too long. So he's naming his chief technical officer as CEO, and he's leaving. But um, I want to go back to um, Facebook. Uh, Facebook has put a lot of uh, these, uh, what are they called, the... The things that that run that catch different Al- algorithms. algorithms. Algorithm. Algorithm. Man, it's been. A, let me tell you, it was been. A, I didn't get in till one o'clock last night either for for a variety of reasons. <laughs> Illegal deer hunting being the one of most of them. But um, so anyway, not, not, the, now you got to explain that okay. because people are going to uh, well, have no idea what that what that means. My uh, my wife and I. I was following her. I was driving behind her. We were coming home from. Uh, Columbus, Mississippi, to our home in Amory, and she hit a deer. Oh. She hit a deer, uh, or the deer hit her. Uh, it wiped out her car. I mean, it totaled the car. She's fine. So she had to rent. She she had to rent a car. She's running. She's riding around today in an orange Chevy, char, uh, Dodge Charger. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! <laughs> You're such a cool couple. You know, drive right? a Mustang. <laughs> she has a charger. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let me get back to this. So this algorithm is supposed to find hate speech. They put this up to just. We're going to find every bit of hate speech in on Twitter. Well, you know what? Oops. Ninety percent, roughly ninety percent of hate speech subject content taken down were statements of contempt, inferiority, and disgust directed at white people and men. Not the oh, really? not the racist stuff that goes against you know the we hate the black people or whatever. It's they're trashing white people and men, and they they just the the post who wrote this article said we can't have that. So we should you should write Facebook you should write an algorithm that just that cuts out white people it doesn't count that, that white goes people after and men. that uh, the other 10%, it just counts it I just guess. counts the other ten uh, everything but the other ten percent. What a crazy Yikes. world we live in. Crazy, crazy world we live in. All right. Next. Yeah. All right. Um, let's talk about the vaccine. Oh, sure. We Can haven't we? talked about that for about 40 minutes. 
Yeah, right. um, we're hearing a lot of uh, side effects from this vaccine, and and there's whispers. You can't you can't post it because, of course, Facebook and social media will, won't let you. But that maybe the vaccine is uh, the cure is worse than the disease. Well, <laughs> in 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 uh, Europe with their FA soccer league. Mm-hmm. They've started to have a rash of players collapsing on the field with heart problems. Now, these are 20 and twenty 20s and 30s men who are the peak shape of any uh, professional athlete shape. And they're running around on the pitch and clutching their chest and going down. Some of them are just pains in chest. One of them they had to, to do CPR on. He had, a heart, he had a heart failure. Now, the article that I'm reading from the Daily Mail... Just says, oh, it's it's a coincidence. It has nothing to do with players struggling to cope with a high intensity game. This article says nothing about COVID or vaccinations. Uh, although, I, and I don't know the vaccination st- uh, status of all these players, but what are the chances that five or six or seven of these top notch, uh, in shape soccer players collapse on the field with heart problems? Yeah, Ray, I think when the history books are written of this period, uh, because let's the, the fact of the matter is these vaccines are experimental. Uh, they were right. put together in rapid fashion uh, because at that time, again, we, we're going back to what we talked about in the first hour about fear being this great motivator. The country was afraid, and it was willing to uh, grasp anything to try to curtail the the moving forward of this vaccine. So we had these companies that uh, got contracts with the government uh, to develop a vaccine, and they got a nice little write-off saying they would not be held liable uh, for any negative impact that these vaccines would uh, would cost. But, Ray, we should not be surprised uh, with reports, and I, I think these reports will grow, that there are s- serious side effects that come with some people with some of these vaccines. Well... In, in the first place, you're going to have side effects with any sort of medical treatment. And number two, to, to the point Steve was making, if you, if you dare to post about this story mm. on Facebook or on Twitter, right, or maybe make a YouTube video about it, either it won't let you post or suddenly it will be disappeared down the memory hole. Yeah. Uh, they, they, which is what makes all this stuff a whole lot more suspicious. If you could have free discourse about this on social media, we would be a lot better off. But the big companies don't even the, – the, Steve, the story you're reporting, they don't even want us to talk about it. No, and I think that's why the Daily Mail doesn't mention COVID in the least or vaccines. They can post huh. this one because it's just a coincidence that players are falling dead or right. not dead. No one's died yet, but falling sick on the field. And, and uh, it's, it's not because of the stress of the game, they say. So, yeah. You know, isn't an interest in the whole spectrum of the vaccine uh, story uh, that we're hearing reports that it has very negative health effects on some people. On the other hand, uh, at the other end of the spectrum is we're now being told, well, the vaccines have a shelf life. Uh-huh. And you're going to have to have booster number one within three months. And then, yeah, you know, people like Dr. Anthony Fauci are telling us, well, you may have to have vaccines pretty well or boosters every six months or so. Uh, It isn't, and again, it goes back to, and Tim and Ed have talked about this before, definition of vaccine. Right. This is a shot. 
it's not really the right. traditional vaccine we're Does talking about. Does not work about. like the vaccine, right? Right. So, uh, I, and I, I, I believe that people are now being told the two vaccines you have are not enough. You're going to have to have a booster. I think the skepticism over this is going yes. to only grow with time, especially when you have people like Fauci saying we may have to change the definition of full, fully vaccinated to include booster one, include booster two, include booster three. Uh, again, Ray, we're going back to what we were talking about earlier. The American people are catching on to this. There's something just not right about all of this. Well, the thing that has that has turned this nuclear are, are these heavy-handed mandates coming down from the government. If if it was if the argument was we have a problem, the virus is an issue. Here's a treatment. You should think about it. Take it or not. But when suddenly firefighters, when air traffic controllers, when people in healthcare are being told, when the military is being told, if you want to continue to serve this country, you must get the jab, the American people go, hey, something is really wrong here. Uh, we used to believe in medical freedom, but now it is coerced from the top down and therefore increasing the skepticism and the resistance and, the, and frankly, the doubt that the government is really telling us the full truth about all this. Yeah, exactly. Steve? Well, uh, things are getting strange uh, with this COVID thing. I want to take you to Germany, where they have, uh, sadly, they have euthanasia legal in Germany. Uh, but the euthanasia society in Germany has a new mandate now. They will not kill anybody unless they're vaccinated. Yeah. What? They won't issue the drugs that will kill somebody, a volunteer death, unless that person has been vaccinated. Yeah, what science is that following? You know, it's just, uh, first of all, euthanasia, uh, it is sad that we have a society that is even allowing that. You know, I, I took an ethics and medicine course many, many years ago. It was really interesting. The first half of the course uh, dealt with basically the justification of abortion because the little baby in the womb is not human. And the second half of the course with euthanasia, we're talking back in the 70s, this yeah. course that I took, mm -hmm. and they use the same reasons is that a person reaches a point uh, where they're uh, fully dependent on somebody in order to keep living. Yeah. They have to be fed. They have to have certain medications given them. Therefore, they're not a human being. So put that out front with euthanasia. But to have a government policy that says you have to be vaccinated before a person takes their own life. Uh, again, I go to Dr. Fauci, who's, who preaches follow the science. Yeah. There is no science to that. They're saying that they want to protect the people who are close to this person that's dying. But uh, really. No. Uh, I mean, I... Moral I, insanity. Moral insanity. And, and that's what happens, Ray, when you follow down the, this, this line of thinking, human wisdom, we'll call it, Man's wisdom, the Bible says, Ray, that man's wisdom is foolishness in God's sight. And uh, we're reaching that point in many of these areas. The Bible also says, on the other hand, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Amen. Oh, how we need to recapture that truth today. Amen. 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 Great way to end the program. Ray Pritchard, thank you so much. Uh, keep Believing Ministries. Where can people go to get more of Ray Pritchard and his thinking? Come see us at keepbelieving.com. Keepbelieving.com. 
Thank you, Steve Jordahl, so pleasure. much. Great to be with you folks today. Um, we think Ed will be back in the chair tomorrow. We'll wait and see. If not, uh, stay tuned for sure for more great programming here on American Family Radio throughout the day. Good preaching programs, folks, and talk programs to bring you up to date on what's happening. And we put it all together here from a biblical perspective. I thank you so much for supporting American Family Radio. We'll see you again real soon.